Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor, a comedy video game design podcast where we take your lovely video game ideas and turn them into the shittiest AAA titles we can come up with. I'm one of your hosts, Blake Rea, and I'm joined by my best friend in the world, AJ Hart. And I just, I, I just want to bring up a real quick That's thing. me. I'm AJ Hart. I just want to make sure that the audience hears my voice. Sorry, yes. I specifically yes. told you to introduce me before you started your stories, Blake Rea. Did I not introduce? I it, no, I introduced. You did, but I didn't get a turn. I didn't get a turn to put my stamp have, on the mic. You're gonna get you know like an I mean? hour worth of material of time to talk after this. Let me I'll, let me bring up some heat some hedonistic shit before we go into the into. All right, the, yeah. be hedonistic while so, I look up the wor- definition of that word. So I I wake up this morning, this lovely morning, and this does relate to video game news, um, <laughs> in a roundabout way. Uh, I How wake does up, this relate okay. to? Okay, yeah, yeah, hit me with it. So uh, I wake up this fine morning, and I'm like, first thing I do is I check Twitter because I'm a degenerate. And I open up Twitter. Uh, that's and... the worst thing you could do first thing in the morning, <laughs> yeah, my friend. I know. <laughs> and then the, what do I see trending? It's Slanesh. Uh, for those that don't know Slanesh, they are the god of excess and pleasure uh, in the Warhammer universe, both the video game series and the tabletop game. So I'm like, why the fuck is Slanesh trending? Apparently, there's like they just launched some things in Total War Warhammer, um, where you get to play as the Slanesh things. So everybody on Twitter took that as a call of like, oh fuck, let me share my Futanari art of Slanesh. And so I'm just like, I'm just scrolling Twitter at like 6 a.m. in the morning, and I'm just looking at a bunch of just lewd as shit art <laughs> right there at the Hell start yeah. of the day, and I'm just like, I. I didn't know this is how my day was gonna start, but like here I am. Here it is. Here's Would you just like a bunch better of video game shit. <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Hit me with it. John Cena's in Fortnite. This is breaking. What? Twelve minutes ago, John Cena joins Fortnite. Available July twenty eighth. Does he have John any special Cena's in abilities? Fortnite? Does he go well, invisible? Yeah, I mean that he's invisible. Like that's first and foremost pre- a big deal that they're releasing an invisible guy in Fortnite. Seems a bit OP. I mean, but, could you, you just know. say, hey, John Cena's always been in Fortnite at that point? He's always been there? Shit, he might have been there the whole time and we never noticed. <laughs> he, was the first, he was the first guest. balls, Blake Rea. Uh-huh. He what more now? tired than I thought. Are you ready to roll this? Get this episode rolling and uh, bust out some video game ideas on the uh, sleepy energy b- that we've bef- got? Before, before we go into the episode, I just want to let everybody know, and just in case we forget, one... AJ and I are starting a new schedule. Uh, we're going to be releasing on Wednesdays now instead of Tuesdays because uh, it just works better for what his his and I's work schedule is. And we're always going to try recording in the morning. So for the next couple episodes, it's going to be sleepy bitch energy until AJ and I buck up and get used to our new thing. So be prepared for that. Uh, AJ, you want to hit me with a video game or do you want to uh, or you want me to hit you with a video game? I'll hit you with a video game. Oh, you better God. grit your teeth because this one's coming in hard and fast. Oh and yeah, aggressive. just like the just like the Slanesh fan art. Why would you yuck me out first thing in the morning? Well, dude, if I had to be yucked out, so do you. <laughs> you think- this comes from Shepard. Less online now at Dat Sketcher. Mm-hmm. Gotcha roll kind of game, but you buy rolls through bloodletting. There's designated physical places they have for you to give blood. (laughs) Idea. They claim it's to encourage blood donation. So maybe this is just an elaborate blood donation project. Okay, so, okay, no, I like this. I thought it was going to be like kind of a yucky yum thing where it was you just go and donate. I mean, you just go like 
slash your hand and Bleed. get some blood. Yeah, but no. like the fact no, that no, you no, you no, made no, you no, no, turned no, it around no, to a no, blood no, donation no. thing, I think makes it a lot more like I'm into it. Like the idea of gamifying donating blood is sounds super cool. Um, so what is the gameplay? So is the is this... well, we could always do the tried and true method of take an IP and turn it into a blood or turn it into a gotcha game. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's cells at work, which is the gotcha game that everybody or cells at work, which is the anime where everybody's little bloods inside you. There's Osmosis Jones, where everybody's the little bloods inside you. There's the Magic School Bus where everybody's a little bloods inside you. <laughs> yeah, I'm running out of IP really where people are really inside other game people. Really on top of your game today, man. I, I... <laughs> real, real cutting commentary, but I'm, I'm not one to talk. I am also like... Do you know any other buzz. IP where people become bloods inside of people? Um, I was going to say... All of the ones that you said were the ones I was going to say. Um... I'm trying to think. Now, which one do you want to turn into a gotcha game? I feel like we haven't done an anime gotcha game, like, based off of an... I don't think... We, have we done a game I've never seen cells at work is the problem. Uh, so I could give you Osmosis the white, Jones. The white blood cells have, have combat knives, and they have, like, death stare looks, but, like, one of them's really hot. I mean, both of them are really hot, depending on who you talk to. Uh, then there's the red blood cells. Well, some of them like, are hot in a mask way, and some of them are hot in a femme way. Yeah, and some yeah. of them are sexy in a rat kind of way. Yeah, <laughs> the red blood cell, if I remember correctly, is kind of sexy in a rat kind of way. What the fuck does that even mean, by the way? A rat, sexy kind... in the rat kind of way. Yeah, what uh, does go that ahead and mean? look up bad guy from uh, League of Legends Arcane. Like, oh, uh, bad guy, bad guy, League uh, Arcane. Arcane. Oh, he's just like, he's just like kind of. He's kind of like fucked up looking, and he's kind of sexy in a rat kind of way. <laughs> um, another good example would be the I forget the name of her, but the lady that runs the Owl House in the sh titular show Owl House. Uh, I, 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 uh, yeah, so you're just saying rat kind of way just means like half of their face is fucked up, and like one of their eyes is different. No. That's well, I guess that both lady examples. You, does have one little. Yeah, both examples you've given me is like half of their face is fucked up. <laughs> well, it's more of just like they're a very sharp and angular human being, and you look at them and you're like, that person would probably dig through the garbage. <laughs> but I but can't. Not, but not not, fuck not because them. they have to, but by choice. Like they just. You, yeah, just they would. They... Like I look at them and I'm like, they're kind of fun, and I think they would choose to dig around in the garbage, and they're kind of sexy. <laughs> Kind of sexy in a rat kind of way. I don't like that. I don't like... Anytime anybody says in a rat kind of way, you know what I always think? I think of that dumb rat short film uh, where it's like, we're the rats. And it's like in 1990s animation style where like all, there's just no shadows or texturing. I mean, there are texturing. It's just like, it looks like it was displaying on a bowling alley screen from the 1990s. Do you ever see that short? Michael, are you talking your, about the birthday rats? Michael, rats, it's your birthday. That is just one aspect of a masterpiece of cinema, a masterpiece of online cinema. Holy fuck, AJ, I am just obliterated right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am just not, I am just like, dude. <laughs> All right, this might be a short episode. All right, let's go back to the game. I, I think we need to focus on the crux of how do we make this game kind of sus 
One of the things... Blood donations are, of course, a huge part of it. Yes. Is there any way that in the game we could make it seem as though blood is not worth keeping around in one's body, and then the game is all about getting more blood donations? Well, Perhaps there's a way to gaslight our audience into thinking that blood is somehow consumable in the real world, and that's why they should be coming by and bloodletting for us all the time, it's regularly. consumable in the real world? You mean like how it is actually a consumable for certain people well, that need blood? Well, consumable's the wrong word, but like, you know how like <laughs> when I think of blood right now in my body, I think uh, blood is something that I should keep in me. Yeah. Is there any way that we can create a video game narrative where the video game's narrative is functionally like, hey, bud, what if you didn't need it? Actually, you don't need it. And a, the fact that you have it all in you all the time is really greedy. Is there a sorry? I want to make vampire propaganda. So, oh, vampire propaganda. So it's like, hey, bro, like you're always constantly producing it, and you just need you're to get always that shit making out of it. And some people don't get it. So like, it's really rude that you keep it all. But I'll tell you what, you can come over and donate some of it, and we'll give you a JPEG in return. It's kind of funny that you mention like the idea of getting bl- giving blood away or thinking you need to get rid of excess blood because that's like how medicine worked for like the longest time. That's how medicine worked tool, for like, a long time. For like I've it, already until, thought like, about this recently. <laughs> I have you know that in the background I've got the name of the game already picked out. But keep good going. Humors? Is it something along bad humors or good humors? Uh, no, a cephalist society. I think is going to be what it is. I like mine better. Yours is too hard to say at this hour. <laughs> a cephalist? A cephal- Maybe it's a cephal. A cephalist. I, dude, I I don't even know. What a cephalist is if- the guy that made. So you, you got, know how like you got uh, you got to think. Okay, let's talk marketing really quick. You got to think mm-hmm. this is just some fucking kid that's walking through Walmart or walking through Amazon.com with their parent right there and like, hey, I, you need to get them their eye on your video game and. They gotta just understand it instantly, and that's what they want to. That's why they want to buy it. So, it we can't use complex names like that. So I think if you call it like bad humor or good humor, like it'll be like, oh, you think it's one thing, and it has that catchiness. Um, ah, bad humor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because um, you know that's what they called it, right? It's like you you have an imbalance of good and bad. When humor. you had too much poop inside you, and that's why you were dying. Yeah, I'm familiar what? with the. That humor is not, system. That is not at all what that is. That is what that was because the humor system had like the different bios and then you had red stuff in you, yellow stuff in you, green stuff in you, and brown stuff in no, you. No, I think... And if any of them had too much, you were getting sick and dying. Was it... I, I mean, it, so, it sounds about right. It sounds... Medieval medicine is just... It's bizarre. It's bizarre. It's bad. So, it so, was bad and wrong a lot of the time. So I guess what I'm trying to get at with this blood game is the thing that stands out to me immediately is that blood donation places have a limitation on how much you can donate within one day. And that is dictated by what you're donating and I think your body... Uh, your Like your body size... Um, yeah, it's so, picked out. There are rules for your safety. So, so we're going there to give people the option to, to circumnavigate that. That's safety. what I'm thinking. Is Alternatively, that like the, the, the we game use this here. game as a way for people to donate a lot of different things for different forms of currency oh. and different sort of gambling characters. Oh, and like different Come every on month, in. like the currency. If you donate changes. us your bone marrow, we will give you some Jesus certain Christ. characters. <laughs> if you give us your blood, you'll get the normal, random, you know, shitty chaff three stars. So if you donate. Donate your eggs. Mm-hmm. Ooh, baby. You only got so many of those. You're going to get some good drops if you donate your eggs or your 
liver. So could you do a thing? Okay, so here, here, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Could you do a game that where you start the game with absolutely like nothing? You have like an empty body, and depending on what you donate, that body becomes more and more complete. And like it's rep, each part of it is represented by you know whatever gotcha JPEG or something. So you donate blood. Well, you got to donate blood until you get to I don't know how much is in like a human body. I think it's like nine liters or something. Yeah, until you uh-huh. get to nine liters, um, you're not going to see all the veins on that body. Or you got to donate some skin. You got to donate some eggs. You got to donate some. Oh, uh, but stuff. you but you have a limited amount of blood characters that you could summon because yes. you can only donate one human's worth of blood. Uh huh. And and based over like and you can actually lose this. Uh, and that's like the kind of the gameplay of it is like depending on what summons you have, you use them for it, and those summons like die or they It is dis- a gotcha game where all characters that you summon are killable and will suffer from permadeath. Yes. And so if so you, you gotta have donate all more your blood more. guys and you mm-hmm. do your gotcha runs and they die, then you need to go get new blood donations and you donate yes. blood to your video game person by donating real blood to them. Yes. Is this this what is I like- also love about this is the <laughs> idea that there will be slots that people will only be able to fill the one time. I can only donate a kidney once. No, you could donate it twice. You just gotta like live on dialysis. Wow, I don't, I I'm too tired to know how I got that fucking word on dialysis. <laughs> uh, yeah, are you too tired to know perhaps how you have that knowledge in your brain? Yes, that's that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so okay so really quick you don't know how you know this you just know it i just know it there, oh wait know no how- i do know it because i watched it that was like one of the first episodes of venture brothers is like they go to mexico and like he loses his kidneys and he says he has to live on dialysis both of them? yeah he went he, like both of his kidneys got stolen so he ended up stealing them from his kids um it, it's it's fucked up kind of <laughs> they were fine well they weren't fine but they were fine later you can because live, of you can live on one kidney which is like i i don't know how that's oh possible. he just took one from each kid that yeah. makes more sense yes yeah he took like the left he took like a left and right one from each of his kids it was very bizarre um so can how how fucked up does this game get? Because it's like you are donating and you are giving it away. I'm donating to my to me. It's my organs. They're my body parts. I should be able to use them for whatever I want, even if it's just for the gotcha game. Oh, God. What if, like, <laughs> you know, I think there are just certain things that you can't donate. Like, what if there you start the game and you see a heart slot, but nobody ever has that heart slot filled? Because, like, you can't donate your heart? or I would argue that there is a way to f- donate the heart. But here's the thing. Gotta, is It's only gotta... if you're, like, a body organ donor after you die, uh-huh. for one. And two, the only way a player would have that is if the account was passed to them. Oh, my we God. We will have it in our terms and services that you are allowed to pass the accounts to another person. Uh-huh. But only in the case of a death. Oh, my God. That's okay. That's fun. Let's put a let's put a pin in this. I want to I want to discuss another game. I got I got another okay. one. Okay. This one comes to us on Reddit from Squid Pope Tetris Vice City. I think Tetris is a lovely game. It's been around since the 1980s. The guy who created it, lovely guy. I think I don't know him. Um, I want to jazz that shit up and turn Tetris into a Vice City, just cocaine fueled experience. Um, I don't. Okay. I don't know now why. How cocaine. are you going to coke out these little blocks? I think you. The way this starts is we 
Start... Now, Blake, you've of course done tons of cocaine. So why don't you tell yeah, me? Yeah, why do you think? Why do you think I'm so strung out cocaine. right now? I just like I just woke up from a fucking crazy nine hour bender of like after work doing coke and blow and drinking blue blue uh, blue shells all day and night at the arcade. So, mm-hmm. oh, let's use let's use my personal experience that I totally had to generate the backstory. Of I was game. going to ask you for yeah. your personal experience doing cocaine so that you could tell us what doing Tetris. What a Tetris block would be like if it was coked out of its brains. <laughs> okay, because of knowing hold you, on. like you, of course, hold have on, the knowledge AJ, needed have to make it. jokes I have about it. this. I have it. 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 So you know what does Coke and Tetris have in common? They both use lines. The moment you connect a line in Tetris, <laughs> you do a line of Coke off screen, and the game becomes more wonky looking. So the idea is. This is so fucked up. This is you're playing Tetris, but every time you connect a line, the visuals to the game get fucking worse and worse and the game goes faster and faster. So it's this challenge game of trying to connect and get the biggest high score, but the game gets physically and dexterously harder and harder to play the more lines of blow you do. Um, I have one problem with your Video game that is fucking awful and it endorses like no 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 i really hate the idea that you're doing cocaine off screen so i would prefer that a very big large wario where nose comes on screen and wipes away the line (laughs) and so it looks like it's snorting it (laughs) yeah it floats off it's just a big nose that has rockets on the back of it and it just like glides Mm -hmm. across screen Yes. All right. Cool. Love that. Love that. And it's just like a very obnoxious snorting sound anytime it does a line, like a, you know. <laughs> um, one thing that I think would be kind of fun because I've seen this in some I, I can't remember the games, but I love the idea of you are playing an arcade game and you think that's all the game is, and then the camera just zooms out, and now you realize you're in like a three dimensional world that you can walk around and the game becomes much bigger so i think so what is the bigger game attached to cocaine let's let's go let's go um let's use my personal experience again is you after beating the game um no i don't which is a force which is an acceptable and something you should honestly always be expecting to do everybody should be expecting that they can beat tetris of course yeah which is a real thing that can happen for sure uh i think i think it has been done i think you get the i think it's called a kill screen i think is what it's called it's like when you reach a certain amount of pointage i know it's i know it's possible in pac-man and i think galaga um, Using a bit of mathematics, it has been proven that Tetris can never be beaten. PBS has outlined some of the reasons why in the video below. Oh, okay. Well, regardless, I, I think in our version of Tetris Vice City, there is a end to the game where it's like you have done a hundred lines of blow and you have somehow managed to survive all of the visual like bullshit that goes on. And now you've reached this sort of nirvana state where it's like after you do do your hundredth line, the screen cuts to black and it's like you just hear like angel like uh, moaning music. That's not what it's called. Uh, It's angel uh, (laughs) um, chorus. It's Cruel Angel's Thesis. Cruel Angel's Thesis plays. Uh, No, no. Fly Me to the Moon plays. And and the camera just kind of zooms out and you realize you're now in an arcade and everybody that is around you is a Tetris block. 
It's like we did. Yeah, we I'm trying to think like, OK, how can we turn this into some weird fucking Stanley parable or uh, uh, what's what's that other game that just came out like a little while ago where it's like it plays mind perspective games with you subliminal like an experience like that. Where it goes from being this Tetris drug thing. So all now, of the humans are Tetris blocks that you could push together and turn into a line. And then you disintegrate all of them because yes. they are standing in a and, line. And now you move into like the next area. So it becomes this sort of like a game within a game. And it's just... I, I think it's too... I, I don't feel comfortable spoiling it yet. But there is a game that came out recently. You know which one I'm talking about. Where like it opens up and just changes fucking radically after you beat the first section of it. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of want to take that same experience where it's just like, wow, something big and new just happened. Take me away. Like, let, let's let's go for it. So then it becomes this sort of what we think of when it comes to a Vice City. It's an open world game, but all of the people are Tetris pieces. And now you're going, now it becomes this sort of, um, you have to and they all have guns, and they all drive cars, and they're running around a 3D space. <laughs> so uh, now I'm thinking, what is the ending of that section? Are you pulling the ultimate heist, or is like, oh, here you go. Here's the here's the game. You beat you do your hundredth line. The camera pulls out. You realize the character you are playing. You too are a Tetris block. Has run out of quarters, and now they need to do. They can't just go rob somebody for quarters. Can I propose that you do have to get a perfect game of nine hundred and ninety nine clears? Like, I if we're gonna do this, I think we should really go all out. You need to find a way to functionally beat Tetris before the game opens up to its next. I think doing a hundred uh, lines phase. of coke is a pretty good benchmark. I don't know because here's the thing. <laughs> I here's the thing that's stunning is you and I right now could probably clear one hundred lines of Tetris. That's easy mode. No, it like, only gets hard bro, when the Tetris blocks to, to start hitting the mode? ground before you're able to start moving. You them. know, I'm curious about this. How? What is the average? What is the average amount of line? Line clears, clears on Tetris. Tetris. It's higher than you probably think because it doesn't ramp up, ramp up until pretty late in the game. Uh, I you see. There's it's more of like score based, so it's not really like you don't see how many lines. But like I'm trying to think of, I don't think I clear that many lines in Tetris. Like I feel like embarrassing. You're gonna admit that on a video game podcast? Yeah, I mean, who gives a shit? <laughs> It's not like the I'm gamers, being judged. Blake Raya. It's not gamers like I'm being judged. I don't, I don't, I'm, t- I'm, I'm too tired to give a shit. Um, <laughs> so, Blake Raya, would you like another video game would, idea instead of us scrambling game. about what to do when humans are Tetris blocks? Which is something that I'm sure that like prophets and philosophers have thought about this for a long time. It's a question can as I, old can as. I, can I ask you really quickly one last thing on yeah. this game? How do we make a Tetris block sexy in a rat kind of way? This long skinny one is sexy in a rat kind of way, Blake. <laughs> well, no, actually, you know what? The long skinny one that hooks just a little bit to the side. That one's sexy like the, in a the rat J, kind of the way. The J looking one. Yeah, yeah. Not the L one, the J one. It's got, and then and then that one cube that's slightly off to the side is all scarred and fucked up and has a bad eye. Yeah, you know, I that that checks out. That checks out. Give me another or game. Is the buddy. little squiggly one sexy in a rat kind of way? No, I think it's the L piece. I yeah, it's, it's gotta be. Piece. It's gotta be a long boy. Like I feel like any any people anything that people have brought up of like, hey, that's sexy in a rat kind of way. They need to be like kind of spindly, you know? 
I don't think I've ever seen like a big bodied dude or big bodied lady be called sexy in a rat kind of way. This submission comes from Lord Owen the Third on Reddit. A game where you manage a radio station in the post-apocalypse, but the only surviving physical media you can find is stuff like CDs of the Minions. (laughs) You hear murmurings of an abandoned house that once held a massive vinyl collection, but to fund that expedition, you're going to need to keep the masses entertained while scouring the land for new music. Blake, can I explain to you really quick why the Minions are funny? Because um, I don't think it, I've explained is, it on the show yet. I, is 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 this going to relate to the gentle minions wave at all? No, it won't. Okay, because I was thinking this is a world where the gentle minions like had their way and just caused the apocalypse of the world. Oh yes, the gentle yeah. minions trend happened, and the gentle minions trend is a very good trend. No, it is a horrible trend. What the fuck are you talking about? It's a horrible trend. Fuck you. No, it's not. It's great. It's teenagers finding a reason to go to the movie theaters. They go in a big into group. theaters and scream. They no, they go into theaters and cause a discourse within during no, the movie. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something bold. I think teens get a bad rap, and most of the people that are doing this are actually doing it in totally fine and normal ways. It's just that sometimes teens are weird. I think and when teens no, are weird, even I, just I, once, I, I, the, majority, the internet latches hold. No, Blake, Blake the, Raya, Blake Raya, no stop. Minion, the same sp- people who did Gentle Minions are the same people who got on counters. Shut and the fuck up, sp- Blake Raya. You are going to make an embarrassment of yourself. No, right I am Blake not. Raya, I don't give a shit. A podcast. Uh-huh. We are th- appro- we are rapidly approaching thirty years old. We have an audio based <laughs> podcast. We cannot be on here talking about oh teenagers these days. I would bury a knife in you before I let you come onto Look, an audio based media where are, we complain just, about just kids because we're these older. Days. We can't be critical of like people being fucking stupid. Are you gonna you say I can't? Be, are you gonna say you, I can't be critical of the dude that got on a counter and screamed about Rick and Morty Szechuan sauce? I have to just accept that that's culturally and no, morally you're okay. You're allowed. To, you're allowed to be mad at the one guy. So how is that any different you, than yelling during I will not a movie have you with when a people are trying stick, to enjoy a fucking movie? The entirety of teenagers and the gentle minions movement. No, I'm not talking about teenagers. I'm talking about gentle minions. That is, that is, there's, there's, is it all teens? This is the gentle minions is all teens. Where did it, why are it, where it's not though? It is like people grown ass like you and me are also doing gentle minions. It is not. Well, that's embarrassing. To... If they're our age and they're doing it, it is embarrassing. Yeah, but teenagers you. doing it you is fun just, and okay. You can't just be like, yeah, it's okay to shit on it as long as you're not shitting on teens. It's like I don't, it, it, dude. If somebody acts stupid, I'm gonna act, I'm gonna call them stupid. I'm sorry. I. I can't let this happen to us, Blake Ray. We will not come onto a podcast blasting people that are younger than us for being younger than us. It's the one. I, it, at what point cool. did I say, did I grill them for being younger? I, th- the crux of my issue with it is that it's a group of people, a group of fucking people going into a public group of teenagers. space. No, I didn't. You're the one specifying <laughs> that it's teenagers. I think you're the one that has a problem with teenagers. I'm legitimately frustrated now. <laughs> I'm afraid of them and afraid of looking like we then hate you're them. the old person here. If you're afraid of teenagers, then you're the one that needs to get over it. Yes, I know I'm old. That's the problem. You're 26. You're not fucking old, dude. You still use TikTok and you still do trends like you're not old. 
God damn, Yeah, but dude. I didn't know about the Gentle Minions meme through TikTok. I found out about the Gentle Minions theme through a fucking article on the <laughs> MSN homepage, Blake Rea. It's one of the biggest trends to happen in the last couple of years, and I found out from my fucking web browser homepage. Yes, I'm sensitive about coming off as like an old person you're about not, this You topic. know what, brother? You're not old. You're not old. You still play gotcha games. You still collect anime The waifus. Guardian told me about gentle minions, and they were very mean about okay, it to all right, teenagers. All right, I'll be real. That is kind of old. Like, yeah. <laughs> it is kind of, it is old guy energy. I found out, God, how did I, I think I found out uh, be, through my work, like a lot of us content creator uh, uh, group are... The content creators at my company were discussing it, and I was like, and I ended up just going now, to Twitter. Specifically, who at your company? Was it perhaps people younger than you, fresh out of college, that fuck are still you. almost fuck, teenagers? Fuck you. It's, it totally was, but that's not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> who cares if I found out from a 22-year-old? I don't. <laughs> Can I talk about what really makes the Minions funny now? Yes. I, I didn't mean to steal your bit, but please go. <laughs> So a couple of years ago, I went and saw a movie called The Mortal Engines or something like that. It was a fantasy movie based on a fantasy book where all cities and towns are monster trucks. It's a fucking sick concept. All the monster truck towns have to eat each other so that they continue to have resources. Wait, like, There's like a... literally like the, the city gets eaten or is it like it gets raided? It gets chewed up. So imagine a monster truck, and now imagine that the front of it was one of those like machines that's just like a million teeth that chomps down and crumples up things. Yeah, I've seen monster trucks. The hit, uh, Illumi- uh, it's, what's that one? I, was it Universal? Yeah, it was Universal that did the animated monster trucks movie. There's an animated monster trucks movie? Yeah, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Continue your bit. Okay. So it's all about monster truck cities that need to garbage each other up so that they can continue to have resources. And there's a character that's introduced that's, like, obsessed with human culture before the Great Truckening, when every <laughs> town became monster trucks. Please don't tell me that's what it's called. The Great the, Truckening? The Truckening? I don't remember what it was called. He just is obsessed with human culture. And he, there's a point when he reveals what his greatest prized possession from human culture is before the Truckening event. Mm-hmm. And it's a statue of two giant minions. No. No. Yes. No. Now, here's the thing. No, 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 This was a movie made by Warner Brothers, I believe. And this is also not a very good movie. But the gag that after human civilization, the only thing that will be left is minions, is without a doubt the funniest thing about the minions. I mean, because this is, explains why there's so much minion stuff in so much culture. Yeah, Eminem, an artist who hasn't been front and center in fame and fortune for a minute, became a viral sensation for a moment because he made a post about the minions. There's a good chance that the photo of Eminem with the minions might be his most liked and favorited photo on the internet. <laughs> so when historians look back on Eminem, there's not a 0% chance that they'll be looking at the minions. No, I, I, this is on. peak comedy. Hold on. Is this like, hold on. Is this like, it kind of looks like minions or it is like straight up the minions? Mortal Engines minions. No. No. No! The minions appear as a statue and are referred to as American deities in the film. Yeah, it's the greatest gag imaginable. De- 
That Again, is, I want to. I want to make sure genius. that nobody watches that's this movie because so, this movie sucks shit. But this so joke, this joke funny. is the best thing that ever. Is, that is brilliant. That is absolutely fucking brilliant. And so, anytime I see a minion's piece of anything and think that's gonna be there for a while, it crosses my mind. That's going to be left over when we're all dead and dust. Yeah. The minions will still be there. No, like, it's crazy, but it's there's some truth in that. Like, the fact that there is so much merch out there and there is just so much minions shit in the zeitgeist, both, like, being posted about, written about shared there's media there's movies there's and video for the games. record minions didn't go away we had like six years where there was not a minions movie and minions were still here yeah, really no there had to minions be minions were still being used in marketing material during a pretty long dry spell of minions or I... despicable me movies no like the first despicable me movie despicable me uh wow there's gonna be a fourth one jesus Despicable Me 2 came out in 2013? Wait, they're gonna, there's going to be a real fourth one, or is it going to be another Minions movie? Uh, No, it's going to be a real fourth. Wow, there is so much Minions. What the fuck? <laughs> I love that even Despicable Me, all of the posters have the Minion front and center, not like Gru and the kids front and center. Yeah. That's very telling. That's... That's There's kinda, two truths in the universe. One is that one day we will all be skeletons. The other is that one day there will only be minions. <laughs> one day, <laughs> one day we'll all be minions. That is pretty funny. Okay, so how does this? How so does... let's talk about this video game where you need to go off on adventures to find a CD of the Minions soundtrack with tracks from Eminem. Is on this it. is this kind of like Wally's little collection of just? garbage from around from like humanity so the game starts with you having just the biggest shrine to despicable me shit um and or sorry minions specifically and then you hear of yeah this no there won't be grew merchandise there's just minions there's just bob kevin and stewart no it, no they, they don't exist i don't i i, I want maybe that's the twist of this game is that he hears that these things are real um and then what he find, what the main character finds Wait, is this... who fears that they are real? No, no, the no, no, no. Player character? No, 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 fears, no, 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 no. Fears no. that Bob Kevin and Stewart are real? Yes, but th- what it turns out to be the so here here's the story of the game, and then we can figure out the mechanics. I, I think I nailed yeah. out the story. The game starts. It is a post-apocalyptic world. This is a character that just loves collecting minions-related memorabilia. Watches the movies all the time on rerun. Whatever he hears. A rumor that Bob, Kevin, and the other one are actually Stuart, real. Stuart, please remember Stuart, the names of the minions. I'm sorry. Are Again, you a gentle they minion? Are Ameri- are they are American. Are you a gentle minion that has to, to correct me? Jesus. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know in a suit. So he hears that the those three exist, but they're on the other side of just this wasteland. So they gear up. All of your weapons are minion-related. All of your weapons are, like, despicable me-influenced. And you have to fight your way across this wasteland to go to where you think these three are. And the final twist of the game is that it's this statue from um, Mortal Engines, but there's just a voice box on it where they say, like, their lines from the movies. And he totally treats them as, like, they're actually real. And that's the end of the game. I love this. Can I make (laughs) just one small alteration? Yes, yes, yes. You are going on a cross-world adventure to get to the Minion statue. 
But here's the catch, is that you are not going there because you are a Minions fan. You are going there because you are a gritty, grizzled, bearded dad with a new child that you must be a father figure to. <laughs> it's do Last remember, of Us, but Minions. Do you remember how the best moments in The Last of Us Part 1 are all those little <laughs> moments that you get between Joel and Ellie where yeah. they're like, yo, look, movie posters. Yo, look, a video game cabinet. So it's your kid yo, look, that is a movie that I didn't minions. get to see. What but if it was like that? But yeah, every no. world event, every little discussion that the characters had was not related to a fake movie about werewolves. It was about the minions. Yes. And it was about the minions' renditions of Romeo and Juliet. And it oh. was about the minions' fighting <laughs> video game. And it was about the minions' movies. Okay, I love this. I love this a lot. A post-apocalyptic dad, dad-child dad adventure, because those are huge. Those will always be huge. Because they're, um, they're huge dad. and they're always going to be huge. And it's about a minion-loving father why is it, and his new why child. Why is that so big? Like, I don't want to go on why like a what huge... so big? I don't want to go on a huge tangent, but why is that such a resonant thing in media of, like, a... An unexpected father or a loner type coming across a child, and it specifically is a dad thing. I don't think I've seen this as like a mom, a, a mom. Yeah, it, I mean, it's, it's as old as like Lone Wolf and Cub. Like, yeah, yeah it's, like what it's is, been around it? is for it? A minute. Is it just like our societal understanding of like when we traditionally think of men, we think of them as very stoic and like emotionless, and it's just satisfying. Power to fantasy see that. of having the responsibility of something and not being worried about it. You think so? I think it's more. I think it more relates to our enjoyment. Power, of watching power that. fantasy of having a child that you can have, tell to do chores and hold the light for you while you work on a car. Because <laughs> that's really all that it is. Is we can all agree that every men only want one thing, and it's somebody to hold the light while they work on something. And I think that all of these video games and stories are just the power fantasy of creating the perfect little light holder. Yeah, and the the light holder just changes via to the via the game. Like in Last of Us, the yeah. light holder is Ellie's sniper rifle. In God of uh-huh. War, it's Atreus's bow and arrow and magic. In ability. Lone Wolf and Col- Cub, it's probably the toddler not just dying when it's sitting around. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Well, I, I okay. So what is our arrow? I mean, sorry. What is our light that in this game? What is what does our child do for us that is minion related? What um, is, what, how does this child hold the light? To, how, yeah. <laughs> TM. This is probably going to be a new thing that we could just like start pointing towards in video game yeah. design in general yeah. is the light holding analogy. Yeah. Because it is something. It's, it, it, no, it, it, it explains. It, it, it is. It, it, it's recognizable. It is like very. Uh, it's very easy to understand what you're getting at. Um so what is the light holder in this game? We could take from the movies and like, what if there are weapons from the movies or toys from the movies that our kid is kitted out with? Like that's maybe that's the advancement is like we f- keep finding them new toys that they can then use during combat or puzzles. So like there's the fart mm. gun. They distract enemies. They Perhaps. Like... Hey, Blake. Yeah, what's up? I've met video game designers that use... Um... I forgot the meme. Subtlety. 
So. And they're all cowards and bitches, and I hate them. <laughs> what if the analogy in this game really is that we are trying to create a child that is good at holding a light for us when we're in our rummaging sections? No. When we go into sections where we're actually digging around no, in the no, garbage, no, no, no. That's we a do fucking have to ask out. the character, the kid, to hold the light for I think us. That, I think that should be, like, one of the scenes or, like, where, like, he's rummaging through garbage to find something for the kid. But you can't fucking make a game that is so minion-centric and not you and not base all of your mechanics around minions and despicable me like that feels like a wasted opportunity it's like, like i've seen every minions movie and if you told me to make a video game about them which might still happen this is what we do here i don't know that i could gamify any of the minions powers yeah, i could uh, they have fucking goggles. Guess what? You find a pair of goggles that allows you to see things That's in the environment. That's not gamifying. <laughs> no, no, that is gamifying. You when you find these goggles, it's like Bat it's like Batman the Arkham games when you turn on your detective vision, it highlights specific th or special things that you can interact with. Bam, gamified. You have the fart gun. Cool. It's it shuts out a smoke bomb that distracts enemies while the dad character beats the shit out of them. Bam, gamified. Give me another one. Uh you stumble across the nacho hat where you have like the salsa. Guess what? So we're That's just reaching for different like game. reference points to the Despicable Me verse. Yeah, like it, okay. Yeah, it just it doesn't need to See, be. See, I thought that you were asking me to think about the minions and the powers that they possess and somehow try to find like a mechanical way to have them interact uh, with the world. Well, but they're not in the game. Remember, this is like we think they're gonna be in the game. Like we're gonna finally meet them. But guess what? No, it's just statues that the dad has to. I'm, that's the credit scene. Is he's hot, he has like all of the minion statues on the sled, and he's just like fucking hoofing it as their kid excitedly jogs in front of them. That's I'm the excited for it's the adorable. opportunity that we're going to get to have of all of the bait and swaps of our character thinking that he's going to find a real minion, and then it's just a raccoon that got painted yellow on accident. Yeah. Okay. There we go. And then. Every adventure or every level ends with, like, you didn't come across the minion, but guess what? You got another clue to a potential minion. And <laughs> somebody painted a fucking raccoon. <laughs> that sounds so yeah, gross. Yeah, well, I was thinking the raccoon <laughs> fell into a paint of, or like a jar of paint. But it could be that somebody personally painted the raccoon yellow. What if, what if, hold on, can I pitch, because if we want to make this game, uh, like, if we want, I think every game needs like some sort of little furry character or some sort of like little sidekick that you can turn into a toy. You're right. All of the what best if... games have a little fun little like animal companion, right? Like like Master, like Halo has, uh, Halo's got the Arbiter. Arbiter. Uh, Doom guys got the shotgun. Um, Last of Us has Ellie, so what's the cute little, like, what familiar if, I, in this game? I think game? maybe after the first level is you discover this raccoon that fell into, like, a vat of just yellow paint, and then your your kid character's like, oh, hold on, and then she grabs, like, some fucking destroyed overalls from a trash heap, and she puts it on the raccoon and says, look, now he's our little minion. What are we going to call you, little guy? And then just the, the it just is a feral raccoon that hisses but follows along with them. I <laughs> love this. <laughs> It's just and the yeah. and the best part is it's like a fun little like Easter egg for the player. Um, the daughter will be trying to think of a name for it, and every level she will have thought of a different oh, name that is just yeah. one of the 
uh, minion name. So oh my god! Oh no, it's Kevin like, now. Are not, you a, now it's are you Bob. A Kevin? Now it's are you Stuart. A, are you a Stuart? Are you a yeah? And then like the final and I think level. that real like gentle minions will really love that bit and that gag. <laughs> No, I want to come across I there should be a level where you go into a movie theater and you like see a clip of the Minions movie playing and then you just look the the the, the level design is that it's just a movie theater full of like skeletons wearing tattered suits and you're like I wonder what this was from and then your daughter I gives wonder you... what this is from. <laughs> no, the, kid, the dad knows exactly what it was. <laughs> And it's like we don't talk about this. This is this is this is what brought about the extinction of the universe. And here's the moral plight of this is like your daughter who grew up in this doesn't have any context of what the world was before the apocalypse but loves minions does she doesn't know that minions themselves are what caused this apocalypse that's why the dad has such a excuse hesitant. me what did you just say to me uh, uh, you the remember? minions caused the apocalypse yeah because the gentle yeah the gentle minions caused the apocalypse remember no the gentle minions did not we're not making a video no, game where teens no, led pick, to the pick destruction me, no no of the no world. St- dude, stick with me here because i think we're adding this level of moral complexity that this game needs we have this dad character who is kind of adverse to all of these minion things and the only reason he deals with it is because it knows it brings it brings his daughter so much joy so over the course of the game the daughter is discovering that the thing she loves most is also what kind of caused this world to end so it has this we have this like nice gray like naughty dog this is not the humor of the minions the minions are not a despicable (laughs) force the the joy of the minions is the idea that despite anything in any again the minions were regarded as a human deity after the truckening plague (laughs) it is not that the minions caused anything nefarious to happen the humor of the minions is that they simply exist as a constant they are a force in the universe Uh, an ambivalent force in the universe, neither chaotic. The nor world evil, ended nor because good. of some like apocalyptic war analog of like how humans are just going to like destroy each other. Blah blah blah. Same old normal boring shit. It just so happens that it happened during a time when Universal and Disney were working on a Minions collaboration. And so when the world ended, the world was filled with Minions merchandise. All right, all right. Just like in Fallout where it happened on, like, Halloween week, uh, the, the world is just filled with Halloween decorations. Yes. Yeah, I think that's kind of the vibe we're going for here. Okay, I right, understand I th- your confusion, but again, I want to make it clear that the the joy and the humor of the Minions is that they are unrelated to all other things, and they still, and yet still there they are. I'm not saying your characters now have become flat, but they've become flat. They're like, hey Blake, they we've played, some- hey Blake, we've played a lot of Angry Dad ch- with a child road trip games. This this will be fine. This is an acceptable thing for our characters. <laughs> acceptable. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It'll just be like you just you. It's just the simple joys of being a dad in the apocalypse. You and I both played God of War, 2004. Can you name a single character trait of Kratos other than Grr? He fucks people's wives. <laughs> yeah but that wasn't when he was a dad that was a different character <laughs> no i mean he wasn't a dad at all before i mean well actually no he did that's what i'm family. saying the kratos that we know that fucks people's wives that had a personality of fucking people's wives that wasn't the kratos that we had in, t- in playstation 4 <laughs> wait hold on can you clarify something for me because yeah. i know kratos had a family before coming becoming a god of war did he have kids uh, he killed them oh 
He did have oh. a daughter, and he killed her too. Holy shit! What? Oh my god! It that was a it was a funny prank that Ares did to him, Whoa. and that's also why Kratos is white is because he's covered in the ash of his family that he killed. Well, I knew about the ash thing, but I thought I didn't know like he fucking straight up. Dude, that's like adds so much more to the fucking PS4 game of like, God. It would think... if they talked about it at all, oh, but they won't. Fuck. So well, I mean, it it's also no. I I don't blame them for that because like for a lot of people, this was their first God of War experience, and like I'm happy that they didn't. They gave us enough information to know who he was and the wrongs that he did without having to be like, oh, now I need to play all of the other games to understand this narrative. Like, the stuff that they mixed in with um, What's-Her-Face, like, where he's on the boat and, like, the the ghost or the apparition of... Per, of uh, Athena. Athena. Like, I had Athena's no idea. Athena's the one that gave him the Blades of Chaos. Yeah, and I have so, no like, idea. We do get a little thing of there of, like, yeah, and he, now he has to use his dark past. Yeah. But they don't talk at all about the fact that Kratos once had a family and this is, like second go at it this might, because all they're interested in is the idea of like he used to be a bloody vengeance seeking monster man that has to pick up the old blades again <laughs> so uh, what is our pick up the old blades again. family wait okay here's the reveal i'm thinking of is like okay hold okay. on hold on hold on oh my god so that those are our two metaphors here is the dad picking up the old blades again so, like, every dad, like, had some life that they left behind, and they got to, like, come back to it in some regard. Um, uh-huh. What's it called? Is in... our main characters that he was a gentle minion? And he, w- he yes! put that yes! down during yes! the apocalypse. Yes, 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 And yes, now yes! that he's an adult, he's yes! realizing yes! that yes! truly yes! the yes! only way yes! for him yes! to feel joy again and experience a bonding <laughs> moment with his daughter <laughs> is if it. he picks up the suit and tie and yeah. becomes a gentle minion. Yes, yes, yes. And, like, and we get hints at it throughout the game. Like, we come across that theater of gentle minions. He looks at it, and he, like, looks at the tie, and, like, you can see him, and we don't make a beat out of it we just kind of see in the background he helps like that skeleton adjust his tie out of like respect yeah yeah so just like do that visual storytelling of like what oh, if this guy what has if some he's affiliation the one this. that proposes every level another like the daughter's like having all this hard time trying to find a name for the raccoon that's painted yellow oh. and the dad continues to propose different minion names like bob oh. kevin stewart Oh, yes, yes. And but like at the beginning of the game we have to we have to believe that he is not He's a fan so of grizzled. At the beginning yeah. of the game he's so grizzled yes. and would be so over the minions. Mm-hmm. Why would he care about it? Mm-hmm. It's such a mm-hmm. bad thing. And, and then, then like, by the end of the game it is him desperately running and clawing can, and and we... dragging himself to the statue of the minions. It is as if he has found God himself. And you know, it'd be such a fun, like, little, just a tight, just like a very This is simple... the nug, right? Like, there's yeah, this no is, way this, this is. This is so the fucking nug. You know, it'd be such, like, I don't know, tell me if this is too on the nose, but what if mm-hmm. he did that Naruto thing of where he had his goggles on, like, one of his arms, and, like, just everybody in this world has a pair of goggles, so you don't think anything about it, but, like, Maybe his goggle. No, no. Here it is. No, I love it because then near the end of the game, when he realizes where he's at, he has to like again. I I imagine that the moment that he gets to the statue of Bob, Kevin, and Stewart, it's going to be a very deep, dark scene. Uh, where maybe he's under underground in some ruins, and in order for him to move forward, it's so dusty, he has to put the goggles on. Yes. And so he puts the goggles on, and it makes his eyeballs look really, really big like a minion. <laughs> and then the audience is like, oh, 
<laughs> but what we do is is we uh, the thing that like the subtle motif is that one of the goggles or one of the lenses is cracked so he only has one eye that's all blown up <laughs> and one other visual gag that i think would be so funny is like um something i've seen in like a lot of like post-apocalyptic movies is that they come across uh, come across like a natural spring or like a natural like water feature that they take a Mm bait and take a bath in and i think it'd be so funny if like our dad like strips and he like strips down to like his shorts and like what does he have on his back a fucking back tattoo of kevin or like some minion or just something like that and it's just like this grizzled ass dude that has a minion's tattoo just sounds so fucking funny to me oh all right, that's a nug. Let's uh, what do we call it? Let's find it? a name for it. Uh, uh, Journey to the West or um, <laughs> Minions Journey to the West. Uh, <laughs> gentle. Can we get the word despicable or minion in here in Dis- any way, shape, or form? Despicable Journey to the West. Uh, the Despicable Journey to the West. Okay. I almost worry that again. I, I worry that putting perhaps despicable me in the name ruin w- would ruin the uh, the surprise and the wonder of minions. Uh. Again, I do think that like you remember how I mentioned that the moment I realized how funny the minions were was in a movie called Mortal Engines, a uh-huh. movie about monster trucks eating uh-huh. each other. Uh, so are you so saying do we you abandon go... that and just find, try to think of like the most generic, boring ass video game name? Uh... And just like drag on that for a little bit. It's despicable pilgrimage. Anything despicable, but then we're gonna run into the same thing that you were mentioning. Is like we kind of know the gag now. Yeah, but I don't think that's a bad thing. Like I, you got to think like this is something where we got to get them to pick it up, like get, buy it off of the shelf, right? That analogy of the light we need to. This is our light that we're shining on the engine. It's like we need. Well, then, what if what if we don't what if we don't even worry about it being a big dramatic reveal? What if we market it as a as a character's long and arduous task of coming back to his roots? Mm -hmm. What if we call it Return of the Gentle Minion? (laughs) Cut it, print it. That's good. Return of the Gentle (laughs) Minion. (laughs) You're right. Back to the (laughs) Return of the Gentle Minion. There you go. Let's fuck it. That's it. Let's go to patch notes. Let's go to patch notes. Hello, everybody, and welcome to patch notes. Now, if you were listening to this podcast this week and thought to yourself, I could do better than that. (laughs) I got better ideas. My brain's cooler and stronger and much cleverer than everybody else. (laughs) I want to give them a video game submission from my horrible, stinky brain. I've got excellent news. You can check us out on Twitter at spiritual underscore suck. Nope, there's not an underscore before suck, is there? No, it's just spiritual. It's just at spiritual suck. I've got great news for you. If you want to go over to twitter.com, you can follow spiritual suck on Twitter right there, and you can give us your video game submissions there. Or if you're you're more inclined towards the Reddit, you can check us out on our personal Reddit of spiritual successor podcast. Or if you're an old school type, which I respect, you can send us an email at spiritual successor podcast at gmail.com. That's going to be where we leave the episode this week. As always, our intro and outro is Cheap Shot by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. 
I've been one of your hosts, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rea the Gentleman. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made.